Hello team and welcome back to the Simply Fit Podcast. Today I bring you some incredible news. I have been working on a secret project for the past three or four months now and I now can tell you that the brand new follow along workout channel is live and here. On this YouTube channel you're going to find workouts for fat loss, muscle building, improving your cardio health, flexibility, everything is going to be on there. You're going to find body weight workouts, dumbbell workouts, kettlebell and resistance bands workouts all that you can follow along with. And the best part is that it's completely free. They're also around 10 to 20 minutes long, meaning if you're short of time, you can quickly complete an effective workout or you can combine like two or three of them together and complete like a full 45 to 60 minute workout. New workouts will go live on the channel every Tuesday and Thursday and they're gonna be accompanied by an amazing backdrop, which I'm sure you're all gonna enjoy. So if you wanna find the channel, just search Elliot Hassoon into YouTube and you'll find it very easily. And please subscribe. It makes me very, very happy and it helps the channel grow. And feel free to tell your friends, your family, your pets, whoever you want to share this with and let's work out together. Eating healthily does not need to be difficult and there are an abundance of things that we can be doing to increase the quality of our nutrition. So today I want to keep it simple and easy, just as the name suggests, and go through 20 super quick and easy nutrition tips that you can apply to your journey today. Number one, drink 500 milliliters more water than you're currently drinking. I'm not a big fan of black and white recommendations when it comes to drinking water. Three, four, five, six liters, whatever you hear the latest recommendation is, quite often I'm just concerned about getting people to consume a little bit more than they're already doing. And 500 mils is a very good place to start. So try drink 250 mils more in the morning and that might just be about two thirds of an average size glass and then do the same in the evening as well. And once that sticks, then you can look to increase a little bit more, but that will make a difference. Number two, add a source of protein to two to three of your meals per day. If you're getting started with consuming more protein, once again, the amount matters, of course, but at the same time, if you're going from having one meal a day that has some proteins up to two to three, that's gonna be a significant increase. So start there, put it as the baseline of every single meal you have, and if you get two to three servings a day, you are gonna be good to go. Number three is exactly the same, however, with veg and salad. Having a protein source and a veg and salad source within two to three meals of your day is gonna help you get an adequate amount of nutrients. It's gonna be super satiating, you can trust that you are ticking the boxes from a health standpoint as well. Number four is to limit the foods that are causing you bloating or digestive discomfort. Most of us know the foods that cause this to us, yet we continue to eat it. And on the odd occasion, it's not such a bad thing if you know that you're a little bit lactose intolerant, but you really, really want to have that ice cream that you're used to having and not the dairy-free alternative, totally fine if you're willing to accept the consequences on occasion. However, if you're doing this on a day-to-day basis and it mainly comes from the fact that you're not willing to find an alternative or you're kind of just neglecting your health and I don't think this is a good idea. So start limiting those foods. Number five is take an 80-20 or 90-10 approach to your nutrition. It's really simple. 80 to 90% of the time you're going to eat foods that are in line with your goals and are fairly full of nutrients. 10 to 20% of the time you're going to be a little bit more flexible. As simple as that. Number six, go through phases of dedicated dieting and phases of sustainability too. Realistically, most of us want to get a little bit of body fat off our frame. So going through a diet from time to time is very normal. However, if it's all the time and it's never in any other phase, then that can be a problem later down the line. Having a phase of sustainability can show you that there's more to life than dieting. It shows that you can maintain your health and well-being whilst not being super, super dedicated and hyper-focused on your macro tracking and your daily expenditure. There's more to life than dieting. Yes, it's essential at times, but try to go through phases of both of them. Number seven is to introduce new foods into your repertoire from time to time. I love to keep things simple. I love to rotate foods that I'm very familiar with. However, when it 
it comes to trying to optimize health, I would strongly advise changing your foods from time to time. Just add one thing in every month or so, and that can go a long way. That's 12 new things a year. And you might think that doesn't sound like too much, but if you're to reflect, it's probably more than you've added within the last five years or so. Number eight is to not fear the sugar from fruit. So many people exclude fruit from their repertoire because they fear the sugar. And yes, fruit does have sugar. And yes, too much sugar will cause you some problems, even if it does come from fruit, but it doesn't mean you have to exclude it entirely. Maybe if you do want a lower sugar option, opt for something along the lines of berries rather than going for dried fruits all the time. There is plenty of options out there and you're missing out on a lot of nutrients from fruit if you decide to exclude it entirely. Number nine, practice good meal hygiene. Chew your food 20 plus times. Try not to eat so much on the move. Try and put your phone down or stop staring at a screen whilst you're eating. All of these things can help with your digestion and help you feel more satiated too. Number 10, use spices and seasonings to your advantage. There is a world of spices and seasonings that you're probably not using enough of and not to mention herbs too. They can go a long way in making your simple and boring foods taste incredible. And what we've got to recognize here is most of the time they are calorie free and they're actually favorable to our health too. And on that note, number 11 is to make 10 to 20% more effort in the kitchen. This goes a long way. And if you find healthy eating difficult and boring, it's probably because you're not making enough effort in the kitchen. I'm sorry, but I said it. It's really true. If you start to make that little bit more effort and that effort can come from using those herbs, spices, and seasonings, you'd be amazed at how far it can take your food from being pretty plain and bland to being super exciting and pretty damn palatable too. Number 12 is to prioritize proper meals over snacking regularly. There's research to say that those who snack less tend to do better with their fat loss and body composition goals. And not only that, but most of us know this too. Reflect on that day where you were snacking a fair bit and then reflect on the day where you had like three or four solid whole food meals and look at the difference between them. I guarantee you did a lot better on your diet on the day that you had those meals. Number 13 is to have easy to create healthy go-to meals. We are going to be caught at times where we have minimal, minimal time or nothing prepared in the kitchen. And therefore having these quick go-to meals can be incredibly helpful in terms of saving your diet on days. They can be the difference between you staying on track or ordering a takeaway, they really can. And my advice would be try and keep it sub 10 minutes and just a few ingredients too, and they'll save you on the days where your delivery app is calling. Number 14, learn strategies for eating out on the move. If your job requires you to go to a physical location and or you have a social life, which most of us do, then you're going to have to learn some strategies on how to navigate this. I covered this in episode 302, which was just a few episodes ago. So have a listen to that if you haven't already. Number 15, avoid microwaving in plastic containers or using a plastic water bottle for a long period of time. If you're using plastics, make sure that they are BPA free. Try glass instead that can be a much, much better option. And if you are using plastic, avoid the heat. The chemicals that come out from that plastic can be far more likely to seep into your food and drinks if they are heated up. Number 16, occasionally keep a food diary, both from a written perspective in terms of understanding how foods make you feel, but also track your macros from time to time. Get an understanding of where your food is at and it will give you insights in terms of how you're feeling with the foods you're consuming, how much protein you're consuming, how many calories. And that information is always good to have from time to time. Number 17, try meal prepping. It's not for everyone. I don't personally do it that much. However, when I need to, I totally will. And it can be very helpful if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of time or if there are people cooking at home and you're tempted by their foods, having your meals in the fridge can be incredibly helpful. Number 18, start your day by hydrating. Remember those extra 500 milliliters I mentioned earlier? Try have those first thing in the day. It's one of the habits I've locked into my routine for years now and is immensely helpful for getting my hydration off to a good start. Number 19, limit your access to foods that you want 
to consume less of. If you want to consume less chocolate, keep it out of the house. If you want to consume less ice cream, keep it out of the house. If you want to consume less chips and crisps, keep them out of the house. You don't have to avoid these foods, but just try and not make them super easy to access and you'll have a much better time at resisting them. Number 20 and the final one today is think of food from a broader perspective of just hunger and taste. I think that's one of the biggest changes that a lot of us experience when we start a journey like this. Quite often we eat based on what we fancy, what we're feeling rather than, okay, what's our body actually need? And when you start thinking in the lines of, yeah, my body needs some protein right now. My body needs some carbohydrates. My body needs some fat. I don't need too many calories right now. It makes a huge difference, not only to the way you feel, but the way that your body performs, functions, and looks as well. So team, those are my 20 easy and quick nutrition tips that you can implement today. Try just one. And if you're feeling adventurous, go for two, three, four, whatever you feel like, and adding in any will make a difference to the way that your nutrition looks. I hope that helped team. Take care, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.